What's going on, guys? Uh, good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Doesn't matter what time of the day it is. I'm just happy that you're listening. This is episode two, and uh, I want to... I want to talk a little bit about reciprocity, uh, reciprocity and energy at all levels, um, all aspects of our life. Um, it's important, I feel like, to learn or to to have that sense. It's kind of like a sixth sense in a way where you can gauge the energy of people and what they put forward and what that means to you. So there's a movie, there's a scene in a movie that I I think about sometimes. The uh, The movie's called The Bronx Tale. Uh, it's an excellent watch. I highly recommend it. It's made in the early 90s maybe, but it's based in the 60s or early 70s, somewhere around there, you know, um, Robert De Niro's in it, but he's not really a main character, but, um, so the main character, he's, uh, he's a young man, uh, in the movie, I think he's somewhere around 17 years old, um, and there's another guy in the movie, he's, uh, his name is Sonny, he's the, like, godfather of the neighborhood so to say it's like a mafia kind of movie um and so there's this scene where the main character he's telling Sonny that he's really into this girl and he wants to take her on a date but he doesn't have a car and so Sonny's like well you know what I'll let you use my car bud and so he he's giving the kid some advice and he's like you know what when you get out of the car, when you go to pick this girl up at her house, and you get out of the car to go knock on her door and to come, you know, to escort her back to the vehicle, and make sure both doors are locked. This way, when you get to the car, you unlock her door for her. And as you're walking back to your side of the car, try to get a peek into the window and see if she reaches over and unlocks the door for you. And he continues and says, you know, if she doesn't unlock the door, then you, you know, you got to drop her like a fly or something like that, you know, something along those lines where she's not worth your time. She's just too selfish and she's just not the girl for you. And so that kind of ties into, you know, reciprocating energy and giving back to those who give to you and you know matching that energy um a few years back I was I was drinking at this bar and it was well I I wouldn't say I was drinking drinking but I was having a meal and eating and drinking at this bar and uh, I started this conversation with this guy and he was he asked me he said so if you could talk to three people one person from the past 
one person alive today and another person in the future, who would it be? And so, you know, I gave him, I forgot, it was years ago who I, what I said, who I said and why. But um, then after I finished, I asked him, I said, hey, so who would you talk to? And after he told me, he laughed and he says, you know, I'm, I don't really care. I'm not going to remember the three people that you told me right now, but I do. And I will remember the fact that you asked me in return who the three people that I would be interested in talking to. And so he continued and told me that this is something that he uses when he's trying to get to know a girl or when he's out on a date and it's simply for the fact to test whether or not that girl is going to reciprocate and be as interested in him as he is trying to show his interest in her and so that's something that I use from time to time but it's not exclusively for dating I don't feel I feel that it's something that can be used in all aspects of life um, in relationships friendships at any level um, I also feel like it kind of ties into to politics um, a lot of people these days feel like our representatives aren't really representing us they aren't they aren't reciprocating the energy that they requested from us you know when they're out here campaigning and they'll make promises and tell us that they're gonna do this this and that and that they truly care for us but their actions don't show that they don't they're not reciprocating. They aren't giving us what they asked of us. And so what I mean by that is they they fail to help us. It's part of the reason why I think it's now is going to be the time where if you're between the age of 16 and still breathing, then I think uh, these next couple of years are going to be critical in showing that we can get people in position throughout this country who are going to reciprocate that energy. And so... Especially now, with everybody struggling and in probably one of the toughest times in our country's history, economically, where a lot of people need help. And so, when the government asks us for help in the form of taxes, which I feel like that is the government's way of not really asking for help but demanding it 
Um, well, I guess we don't really have a choice, but we go along with it. And when it's time for them to help us, these people that we elected to represent us do not have our best interests at heart. And so someone else once told me that true participation no, I'm sorry, hold on true freedom is our participation in power and when we refuse to participate we allow ourselves to be ruled by those who do not have our best interests at heart So participating can come in many different forms. I feel like the easiest and the most, the easiest form of participation is often the one that's neglected the most. And that is educating yourself and voting. I've had a few conversations over the last couple of weeks and I was talking to one friend of mine who she said she was being talked down to by her family because she refused to vote during the 2020 presidential election and I told her that I was happy I was glad that she didn't vote And she asked me why. And I said, well, tell me why you didn't vote. And because I kind of already knew. And she had expressed this to me before. And she told me that she just didn't feel knowledgeable enough about either candidate to make an informed decision. And she didn't want to just go along with what everybody else was doing because of it and so I once again I thanked her and I told her you know like I applaud you for not falling into peer pressure but I feel like next time around the easiest thing you could do is just spend a little time to engage and figure out who it is that you going to be voting for because ultimately we don't want selfish people in power we want people that are going to reciprocate that love and energy that it takes to put them in those positions because it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of money it takes a lot of energy to campaign and to get somebody in a position where they can represent tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. And we want them to be able to turn around and project our best interests as a whole.
I hope that didn't uh, didn't go too far off course with with what I was trying to convey here. Um, on a quick side note, I was listening to uh, to talk radio the other day, and I can't I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Mark Levine or maybe it was Rush Limbaugh. One of them said, he was talking about radio and podcasts, and he says, you know, it's the purest form of media these days, because it's just you and I. Right now, whoever's listening to this, it's just you and me, and whoever else is listening. And you could be brushing your teeth, getting ready for the day, you could be driving and just listening. And there's no middleman. It's just you. It's just me. And whatever else you're doing. But that really hit. And that's one of the reasons why I made episode one. Is because it's the purest form. Especially with everything getting censored. And it's just a crazy time that we're living in right now. But I just want to thank you for uh, for taking these few minutes again and listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>